It is Friday, and we love it. We feel great, but we also need to go into the weekend getting anything that built up this week off of our chests with the airing of the grievances. Fuzzy, it's all yours. This morning, I was reminded of one of my biggest pet peeves, which we can all agree a pet peeve starts off as a minor inconvenience <laughs> yeah. that turns into a massive grievance that weighs on you. Mm-hmm. My grievance is with two simple words. The words... Tear hair. What? My issue isn't with my struggle to properly say the words tear hair, nor is it with frying <laughs> rabbits, because that would be tear hair, H A R E. My grievance is that any packaging <laughs> that says tear hair never works the way that it is intended to. And again, my grievance isn't with my inability to say <laughs> tear hair. Tear hair. <laughs> boy. <laughs> this is the reason why I hold my breath every single morning as I as I make my morning shake. <laughs> Five simple ingredients. Cold brew, peanut butter, frozen avocados, frozen bananas, and protein powder. Delicious. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Three of the items, unfortunately, come in resealable pouches that say tear here. <laughs> you got it. Thank you. <laughs> and the pressure that is present that first time you open any of them is palpable. You can actually feel it on you going, if I do this wrong, things are, and things are going to go horribly wrong, and they always inevitably will. You're stuck with packaging that will never close properly. Yes. Totally. You know, the, the Ziploc ends up getting torn, or uh-huh. you end up going way out of lines, and you're like, great. You get too close to it, and there's nothing to grip onto. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or worse, you end up with the contents of the bag all over the counter or the floor. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what it is. Powder, fruits, vegetables, mini eggs. You always run the risk of a package that says, tear, tear here, going horribly wrong. <laughs> and then you're scrambling to find scissors to cut something that says tear here. Oh. False advertising. No, which does not say cut here. Yeah. Which is also way easier to say. <laughs> it should just say that. And then once you have the bag open, you, you think that level of stress would be gone, right? Uh-huh. Nope. <laughs> think again, because if the multiple-use bag, every time you open it, you run the risk of having the resealable sale failing and falling apart from the bag. Oh, yes. You see, that's the thing that's not supposed <sighs> to say tear here. Is that there are actually tears? Oh, this is oh. the reason why you have re- reusable clips on dog treats, frozen bananas, tater tots, pretzel chips, anything that that are in my fridge, freezer, pantry. There's a good chance that there is a resealable clip on it, right? And it's because the bag that says "tear here" failed me. <laughs> it's a failed tear here. I get that the intent was to be handy and easy to use, uh-huh. but I feel like they need to go back to the drawing board with this one. Okay, and maybe call it something other than. Tear here. Like, what? Can you say open here? Open here. Is that, open here. Is that better? Yeah, but you still have to tear it, right? Tear, tear, tear here. Oh. Well, Fuzzy, I hope that uh, big, oh my gosh, I almost said big packet just listening. <laughs> what do you call it? I big know packaging? I, I there we go. I wouldn't know anything Hopefully about that. Hopefully they're listening and they will uh, write, write your grievance and your pet Say it one more time. Tear hair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Very, very good. Don't huh? even get me started on beer, bear, and bear, and oh bear, and oh boy. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's time.
for Dumb Fight Friday. In one corner, we have a girlfriend who's excited to spend the rest of her life with her man. In the other corner, we have her man, who we will call Owen, who says, I love you too. But not like that. Oh, man. Okay, what's going on here? Now, a couple of weeks ago, um, a guy who we were going to call Owen, Mm -hmm. who wants to remain somewhat anonymous here, said, I want you guys, in a couple of weeks, when my girlfriend is out of town, I want you to ask this question. Okay. Now, he's kind of concerned because they do. I'll let him explain. Yeah, now, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You weren't a part of this conversation. No, I wasn't. I was. I was away that day, so I'm super intrigued to hear what Owen has to say about all of this. My girlfriend wants to propose to me, and I don't want to sound like a you know a caveman, whatever. Like it's 2022, you know, and women should be able to propose to men, but. I've been saving up, you know, I'm I, I'm a personal trainer, I'm in a little bit of debt, and I've told her all this, and I'm saving up, and I want to, you know, I want to get her a nice ring, and I want to do a big proposal, I want to take her up to the mountains, like, where my family and I used to uh, go for vacation in the summer, and, you know, and I do the thing, and, and she just doesn't care about any of that, you know, she just wants to get married, because all of our other friends are either, like, engaged or already married, and... Like, that's all she cares about is time. I'm like, can we just wait a little bit? It'll be better, be a better moment, you know? Is it a situation where if she legit pops the question, is it a situation where you're like, no, or are you like, sure, but? I'll be pissed. Well, okay. Because we talk, we've talked about it, you know what I mean? Like, we've had so many conversations about it. But, yeah, of course I'm going to say yes. But he says that like, oh, I'm going to say yes, but... <laughs> that would be a memorable proposal. <laughs> it, it's the curse of loving somebody, right? Unconditionally. And that's what it sounds like you guys are. It sounds like you guys do love each other. You do have the plan of here's where you want to go eventually and you want to do these things together. But you want to do something nice for her. You want to do. You want to be able to spoil her and, and treat her like the princess that she is, right? Exactly. And I love her, yeah. Like, she's loving my life. Of course I'm going to marry her, you know. But, like, it might be the first proposal in history where the person says yes and they're pissed about it. (laughs) So there we have it. Oh, my goodness, Kate. First of all, I just wrapped up The Ultimatum on Netflix. Okay. And this, like, screams that. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. Okay. One person's ready to get engaged. See, but the other both, person, they're both ready. But he, he just but wants same, to do something nice. But, like, this whole, like, situation, like, is the same reasoning that, like, so many, like, of the guys on the show. Okay. They did want to get engaged, but they wanted to wait for finances to be in order. Okay. That kind of thing. And uh, let's be honest, The Ultimatum was a gong show. So, uh, I don't know. I'm having such a hard time with this. Should a man. And be okay with his girlfriend proposing to him. Mm-hmm. Is this like a little bit of like an inferiority complex coming out in Owen? Should it be totally fine? Or is this something that should be left up to the man? Let us know whose side you're on. It's Dumb Fight Friday, although I feel like... So wait, is- wait, wait, wait. You just completely skirted around that and you didn't say where you stood. Because, <laughs> because whole, I don't know. <laughs> the whole goal was to get you to weigh in <sighs> on this here. I don't know. Give me a second to think <laughs> about it. Because yes, I agree that like women should be able to do whatever men should do. But uh-huh. I also like, as much as girls grow up dreaming about 
getting married. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like maybe guys maybe grow up dreaming about popping that question. So they should be allowed to kind of do that. So you've got Brie here. Brie, where do you stand on all of this? Uh, so I, this is so tough because I do feel like I'm a feminist, which just simply means equality among men and women, right? Like no one's superior. It's just all equal. Yeah. Um, but there are certain traditions that I still think are sweet and romantic. And I do think that it's, kind of the man's job to propose and like there are other traditions when it comes to weddings that we choose to follow like you wear the ring on a specific finger because that's the tradition right and the tradition is that the man does it for the woman and so if he really wants to do it and is trying to save money I think she should just let him and she if she's going to be with him for forever waiting six months isn't going to kill her. Yeah, see, and that's that's the thing. It sounds like she she knows they're go- they're going to be together, but they're at a point right now where all of her girlfriends uh, have already gotten married. They're starting to have kids. They're buying their first houses, and she's like, "I feel like I'm in pause mode here, waiting for this to happen, and I can't do anything until we get married." Well, I mean that's tough, but it's like, does she think she needs to do these things on her friend's timeline or on mm. her relationship mm. timeline? Like. It, it should be based on what she and her soon-to-be fiancé or fiancé or whatever they are. Like, it's what they need in their relationship, not what the Joneses are doing down the street, you know? Super valid. And, Brie, I appreciate you, like, bringing up the point of, like, being a feminist because I'm also really struggling. I've got this internal struggle over this entire <laughs> thing, too, because I'm so a feminist. And I feel like women, like you said, can do anything a man can do, but... There's just that tradition, and I just, yeah, also would prefer that the guy kind of do that thing. And I know that there's a lot of guys that feel that, too, so I feel kind of like, I feel bad for him that he didn't get the chance to do this, and she jumped in and did it. I know. It's I, it's definitely a hard situation, and I do know, I actually do know a couple where the woman did propose, but that worked for both of them. They mm. were both okay with that, but I feel if the man feels strongly that he should be proposing, then she should respect that? I don't know. It's so hard. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one today. Dumb Fight Friday. You got to pick one side oh. and stick with it, though. Yeah, so my side is that she should she should have waited and let the man do it. So that's my side. I'm sticking to it. There you go. <sighs> got a text uh, to 985-985 from Tyler. Earlier I said, like, as much as a girl grows up wanting to get married, maybe mm-hmm. a guy grows up wanting to pop that question. Tyler says, no guy I know grew up dreaming about the perfect proposal. Uh, for this fight, let her propose. Let her spoil Owen, and then she can hold it over him for the rest of their life. Oh, no. Uh, he does have an LOL in there as well. Tyler, they hold enough things over us. We don't need that. Yeah, fair enough. Oh. Amber's here. Uh, you have a couple questions about this whole situation. Okay, well, I'm just curious as to how old this couple is. And if this lady is it like in her 40s and laying her final egg, because <laughs> is she wanting to breed? Like, what is the rush? I, I don't understand. You're going to be with this man for the rest of your life. They're in the their rest- mid-20s, so they're not in their 40s. So then you have lots of egg laying ahead of you, my friend. <laughs> lots. You do not need to get married right away. Trust me, there's lots of fights in your future, and just because your friends are doing it isn't always the right reason. (laughs) And if she wants to have a baby, she doesn't necessarily have to be married to do that either. That's right. (laughs) Nobody gets married anymore. 
I don't know about that. As a wedding commissioner, I'm fairly busy this summer with very few holes open. So there are a lot of people getting married still. The society has changed. Yeah, and it definitely has. You, yeah. can, you can be single. You could be married. You could be shacking up. You could be doing a lot of things. It's not like the old-fashioned, we get married, we have children. You could have children and then marriage and then divorce and another marriage and who knows what's ahead of you. I do agree with Amber's point of you need to do things on your own timeline. Yes, definitely. Right? You can't be comparing yourself with your neighbors and your friends and sure if your friends are ready to have children and stuff and you're not ready yet, you can't be comparing yourself to that. However, I will put out a vote here for waiting okay. and, and, and doing this at a later date because if you wait to get married, like I think about the friends that I got that, and had that got married when they were in their early 20s compared to friends that I have that are getting married now. Right. And I'm like, my gifts that I give now are a lot better than what I gave when I was in my 20s. <laughs> so if you, if you hold off, the gifts get better. Okay, very good point, right? Fuzzy. God I was like, like that. My, me attending in my yeah. t- when I was like 21 was like gift enough. It's like, yo, we know you came here by bus. Yeah, exactly. You're good, homie. You're kind of here good. for the free meal. We, we got it. We're we good. Got it. We're going to make good. sure my mom sent you home with some food and everything. <laughs> Everything will be good. And now it's like, uh, huh, that's all you, That's a good gift. Thank you. That's a good argument for waiting, 100%. Whose side are you on? We got a text from Nathan to 985-985 saying, I'm in a gay relationship. We both proposed on our own time frame. Uh, tell us what happened, Nathan. So we both proposed on our own time frame. So I proposed in like a locked room that I set up in like the Northeast. Okay. And then my partner proposed at Zoo Lights where they like spelled it out in the lights and we just both proposed on our own time frame. So I think this guy could probably propose even if his girlfriend proposed first. Oh, that's so cute. You got to have two engagements. Exactly, right? (laughs) We can all learn something from same-sex relationships, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I'm like, I guess that's what I'm like struggling with so much is like, I don't believe in traditional gender roles with so many things. Right. Right. I believe that, you know, we can all do the same thing. I believe in like equality and and women can do the same thing as men. Men can do the same thing as women. But for some reason, I'm like really held up on this one situation. I think back to 11 years ago, Danae, when you and I first met. And Uh one of the first things that we talked about was you were were in a relationship with Matt. You guys had been together for what, like six, seven years at that point in time? And you were like, I don't know what he's waiting for. I don't know why he won't ask me to marry him. You were like, you ask him. I'm like, no, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really, we really appreciate this side of things, Nathan. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, yeah, not a problem. And when are you guys getting married? Uh, We kind of, like, it got put on the back burner. My partner opened up their own, uh, like, business, and I started going back to school, so. Oh, what kind of business? He's a veterinarian. Oh, my goodness. And I'm trying to finish, like, a master's degree right now. (laughs) I'm just about starting my last class. So, okay, power time. couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have all the time in the world. Best of luck. Thank you. We got text here that says they should uh, bring her onto the Netflix series, The Ultimate <laughs> Ultimatum. <laughs> no. Now, today you has, watch The Ultimatum. Oh, this has such ultimatum vibes. 
so, so bad. Because this is the situation with a lot of the people on that show. They love each other. Right. That's not the question. It's just some of them aren't quite ready to take that step. Now, I'm not saying that Owen and his girlfriend should go and have a bunch of temptation and go live with other people no. for a couple weeks yeah. and create the most drama that any reality show's ever had. Yeah. But it definitely is getting some ultimatum vibes, and that didn't necessarily like work out for a few of the couples on that show. Paula, what do, what do you think about this whole thing? Well, I really think that there are a million excuses out there, and there's always going to be debt. There's always going to be things to pay for. Um, and if you want to be with this person forever, why not? Because you can put it off forever. So I think he should or get off the pot. Because, <laughs> or get off the pot. You know what? <laughs> it's really just about the commitment and telling her that you want to be with her for the rest of your life. I know you can do that, but it's it's bigger when it's a proposal. We've also had a couple of people mention Bachelor's Day or, it, or women proposing during a leap year. Right. This isn't a leap year. No. Uh, but Bachelor's Day is uh, it's also called Ladies' Privilege, which is an Irish tradition. Uh, and in that in that tradition, women are allowed to propose to men on Leap Day, which is February the 29th. And I know this sounds so archaic. It's really and, and as I'm saying Excuse the words, as, as, as I'm saying the words, <laughs> women are allowed to. But there was actually yeah. even a rom-com that came out with this like I want to say like in like 2010 with yeah, Amy Adams I remember that. right oh so interesting I know like that's the thing and we actually did get an interesting text earlier to 985-985 uh, saying hey also a feminist but I, don't, I think this is goes further beyond gender roles this comes down to something that it's something he's excited to do eventually mm -hmm. maybe not just yet so if that's it's honoring what's important to your partner right, right, right. so uh, yeah it is a tough one I've gone like so back and forth on the entire thing today uh, we'd love to hear from you you can text 985-985 uh, we do have a text from somebody who has proposed to their man Ashley Share with us how that all went down. He was taking too long for me, and I decided the one day that no, if you're if you're gonna take your sweet time, then I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. <laughs> did you did you get down on one knee? Did you have a ring? I'm so curious to hear how how it worked for you. Um, I did not have a ring. No, I did get down on one knee. Um, that night we both had gotten a little a little. Uh, intoxicated, and <laughs> I just, I got down on one knee and asked him to marry me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I'm he said yes and started crying and yeah. then texted all of his, his, his man friends. <laughs> like, and was like, oh, my God, this is the yeah. greatest day ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, he was, uh, he was, he didn't quite cry, but he was kind of laughing his face off because he, he expected that it was going to happen because, like, I had been talking about it, and he made a joke one night that, you know, if you want to get married, you better propose to me. And so, yeah, he he was like, oh, no way. She actually went and did it. Uh, <laughs> you put it out there. I'm going to be honest with you. As, yeah. a, as, as a professional procrastinator, I wouldn't have been mad if Shan had done that to me. Well, and he's, he's very much a procrastinator as well. Um, he's a classic procrastinator. So, yeah, it, it worked out. <laughs> we have a text here from Rebecca who says, there's nothing saying that Owen can't do a big symbolic proposal without the ring if he's just waiting to save up on, on money. I'm sure she'll yeah. be fine with that. Yeah, there you go. It just sounds like she really wants everything to happen right now, right? right? But I feel like uh, our friend Tyler had a pretty interesting text. Share with us what you said, Tyler, to put like a solution to this whole thing. Well, I think they should just make a deal and she can propose, but he gets to plan the wedding. And I'm guessing 
she'll be okay waiting. No, <laughs> no girl is ever going to let a man plan the wedding. That's right. Argument That's right. over. <laughs> I don't think she's going to put up much of fun. <laughs> Hilarious. Very valid point. Thank you, Tyler. No problem, guys. Have a good day. Words to live by. I don't think she's going to put up much of fuss. Oh, my goodness. This has me like trying to imagine like what would happen if Matt planned my wedding. Yeah. Like we'd all be wearing basketball jerseys yeah. and ball caps. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if that's the ultimatum that he ends up putting out to his girlfriend or friend Owen who came to us with this dilemma, that's probably going to put things. She'll be okay to wait for a little while, I think. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy, and Parade of Wonders getting going downtown uh, at 1030. Uh, one of, like, basically the big kickoff for the Calgary Expo, and uh, we're all excited. I know a ton of people are kind of starting to head down there and everything, and we were supposed to have... Tyler going down there in a superhero costume. It was supposed to be a big thing. He was going to be our eyes down at the scene, but he is sick today. So all of his plans out the window, but uh, we've got him on the phone. Tyler, what's going on? It's funny. I'm looking outside right now going like, because uh, I, I was when Kelly was looking at the costume, I was like, remember, it's like Halloween. It has to fit over a winter coat. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, man. Well, Tyler, we're so sad. Superhero in training taken down doesn't have enough power to fight a bit of a cold that's going on with you right now how do you feel it because he's actually feeling like a superhero in training <laughs> yeah actually, uh, something i'll tell you i'll tell you that much it's uh it's it's funny right you have this idea you have good intentions to do something and something fun and be at the parade of wonders and 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 be amongst my people be amongst the nerds of calgary and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're like oh i guess i don't have the superpowers to stop Mucus and phlegm and all kinds of weird things going on in my face. Uh, we've been hearing from some listeners this morning uh, saying that um, people are kind of starting to kind of gather down there right now. Although, as you mentioned, the weather not super, super great. Um, and unfortunately, the world can't see your amazing costume of Thor Cliff down at the Parade of Wonders, but we do have it posted all over social media. You can go and check it out on uh, Instagram and our Facebook page. I want to say with the costume, like, it wouldn't have been possible without my wonderful wife, Kelly. Like, she put in so much work bedazzling and bejeweling the back of it. There is a green hammer on it. She put some uh, some bling on the shoulders, and her favorite part was coming home with ladies' size large tights for me, <laughs> which are, uh, I'm, I'm just saying the physiology between what those were meant for and me not exactly that forgiving. Um, so, like, I'm not telling you to pinch in and zoom on the type, but I'm just saying, like, it's, oh boy. it's not a good look. It's not a good look. This isn't the first time that you've rocked ladies' leggings, and I mean rocked. Like, you look really good in them. Oh, oh maybe maybe I, gotta, I, maybe I just keep on wearing them, because, I, again, I can't wear them to the Parade of Wonders today because I'm sitting at home sick. So maybe I wear them to work on Monday then to make well, up for it. I feel like you have to wear them into work at least for a week because yeah. as a superhero in training, training doesn't stop at the end of Expo, right? Very valid. Yeah, you're right. It, it, it would almost be like if you were just like uh, be not that good of a boyfriend for a while and then buy your girlfriend flowers on Valentine's Day. Exactly. exactly. Okay, we'll see. Superhero in training, Thor and Cliff, a.k.a. Tyler. We miss you, feel better, and uh, I guess we'll just uh, be at the Parade of Wonders in spirit this morning. Yeah, and shout out to everybody who's uh, going to be at home sick this weekend. <laughs> oh. The man-child, sassy girl, and the
the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. And if you are looking for a spot for brunch this weekend... We've got the spots you want to head out because they're some of the best places to dine out for brunch in the entire country. Yeah, Open Table released their list of top 100 brunch spots in all of Canada. Uh, three of them right here in Calgary. Bow Valley Ranch, which is in Fish Creek Park. Uh, Starbelly, which is down south in Seton. And then there's Ten Foot Henry, which is kind of just off of downtown on First Street. Yeah, and uh, I actually, it's terrible. I've never been to any of these. I really wanted to check out uh, 10 Foot Henry at one point because yeah. I featured Asia, one of the co-owners, uh, yeah. on A Woman a Day YYC, and she just seems like such a badass, and I always think it's so cool, and like women own restaurants and are involved in that uh, and everything. But mm-hmm. Fuzzy, you're the foodie on the show, so uh, tell us about these places. I've been to all and had dinner yeah. there. I've never had brunch there. Which is so crazy. So now you've got some like new ways to try out some of your favorite spots. Well, yeah, and I just... Uh, opened up Starbelly. I mean, obviously, the closest to us being in Cranston, yeah. literally, it's right across Deerfoot uh, from us. And it's, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, they've got four different kinds of Benedicts. Oh, You've okay. got a California Eggs Benedict. You've got a Prosciutto and Brie Eggs Benedict, which, oh, my God. That sounds Prosciutto and Brie. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh, you bacon Eggs Benedict. There's got the smoked egg, uh, salmon Eggs Benedict. There's chicken and waffles, breakfast poutine. Uh, there's something called the special Starbelly. I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. It's like Silber. Uh, C-I-L-B-I-R. Apparently, it's it's also known as Turkish eggs. Okay. It's a Turkish dish. Uh, and looking at the description here, it is two poached farm eggs, dill and garlic yogurt, chimichurri, chili oil, uh, chipotle salt, and then it's, it comes on with sourdough as well. Stop it. That Toast. all sounds so absolutely amazing. Yeah. And you know that if a place is hitting like the tops of a brunch list, they're yeah. going to have delicious mimosas at all these places Well, too. I, that was the next part I was going to say. I didn't even <laughs> click on the liquid brunch and uh, clicking oh. on Starbellies is like 20% off brunch bubbles. Oh, I like that. <laughs> brunch and like different mimosas with your choice of orange, pineapple, grapefruit, Caesars, Greyhounds, oh. vodka, OJ, Baileys and coffees, blueberry tea. Like oh, the, the list nice. goes on and on, right? Uh, there you go. Well, if the weather ever improves for us, I feel like going out like on like a nice spring day for brunch, like yeah. that is the ultimate image of what yeah. brunch is in your mind. You but know what? Going out on a snowy day for brunch isn't is a bad fine thing either. Too. And we know that these places take reservations on open table because right. they're on that list. So right. if you want to make that plan, those are the spots that uh, have the most reservations booked for brunch all in our city. Again, it's uh, Starbelly, Bow Valley Ranch and 10 Foot Henry. Go. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae and Fuzzy. Real, fun and all about Calgary. 98 Virgin Radio. Calgary's number one hit music station, 98.5 Virgin Radio. It is Friday morning, and we like to go into the weekend by getting some things off our chest. Uh, Fuzzy, I'm about to air a grievance of something that, like, I think, like, 99.9% of the population loves. Oh? Yeah. My grievance is with something that's been causing me a lot of pain Uh in my life right now, and it's an issue that seems to, like, flare up every couple of months, generally in the fall and winter. My issue is with chocolate and the cycle of control it has over my life. How can, how can anybody be mad at chocolate? Uh, I mean, chocolate I is delicious and tasty, and I think so, about it right now, uh, and I've got a package of mini eggs that I bought at the grocery store yesterday that I've got eggs. sitting in my car right now. You know, just the little one that's just like the perfect amount of calories. It's like 175 calories or whatever it is. Do you want a broken window right now? If you like, I can go get it. I'd, sh- I'd be more than happy to uh, share it with you. It all starts to begin every year in October. 
and generally starts with that early purchase of that Halloween candy that you buy just so you're prepared. <laughs> you open one, you sneak one, and then two, and then three, and then you've got an empty box, and you have to go out and buy more to actually hand out to the kiddos. Uh-huh. Then there's that chocolate that you get from trick-or-treating or the leftovers because you accidentally bought more than you ended up <laughs> handing out. And sure, you could bring it into your coworkers on November 1st, but that just makes you a monster that's it pushing does. your problems onto others. Agreed, because Tyler does that to me all the time. And Both we, of us. Yes, yeah. we can call him a monster because he's not here to defend himself. Yeah. So, okay, you get yourself under control. All right, we're done. We ate chocolate for an entire month. We're good. We're good as soon as the Halloween candy's gone. But then what's that? Oh, chocolate Santas, mm-hmm. pots of gold, mm-hmm. turtles. The mm-hmm. cycle starts up again for a whole month because, hey, it's the holidays. Yeah. You got it. New Year's Day, you buckle down. New Year, new me. Get out of here, unnecessary chocolate grazing. Oh, hi, February 14th. The holiday that's supposed to be about loving your partner, but ends in you making out with that sweet, sweet treat of the gods <laughs> instead. And here we are again, five days out from Easter. And I am in the clutches of the evil chocolate cycle once again. I cannot break free. Save me from the chocolate bunnies, the foil-wrapped eggs that I bought for my kids, but I end up eating because they're little tiny children and they don't need that much chocolate. Those little eggs are so good. (gasps) And the thing that you mentioned, those hyper-addictive mini eggs. It should be illegal to buy them in the giant bag. (laughs) And I didn't buy one for myself this year. Yeah. Had one gifted to me which is actually the cruelest gift of all time. Thanks a lot, mother-in-law. You like to judge us for everything we have in our fridge, but you hand us a bag of the most delicious (laughs) chocolate candies of all time. They say to make your goals public when starting a new journey to the path of health, so I'm staying right now, right here in this moment. I'm swearing off chocolate. What? After I wrap up that bag of mini eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Andre at home. You can do this. <sighs> I have faith in you. You got time to run out to your car real quick there, Fuzz? Yeah, for sure. Mini, mini eggs. eggs. Thank you so much. If, I'll give them to you. That way I don't have to eat them. Uh, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> this is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.